jokes, but then I was like, coming over here, I was debating whether to actually tell a couple of stories that I'm working on, in theory, to write a book. But writing a book for me basically means watching TV, pounding on my computer, and hating myself just more than I usually do. But, um, but the premise of my book, the, the, the title of my book I have is Solid. Burying my mother in rapid print undies. I want to tell you the story of, of how that came to be. So first of all, what you should know is the first time ever I tried stand-up comedy, my mother's house burnt to the ground the day before. But she refused to let my family tell me, but she was a little bit like Lynn Ruth and she confused the dates. So she had my family call me an hour before I went on stage to tell me her house burned down to the ground. And then got on the phone and insisted that the show must go on. So that was my first open mic. I didn't do comedy. What? Is that Boston? Yeah, it was in Boston. And I didn't do comedy for a year afterwards. So we'll discover. Because all of my jokes had to do with my mother. But, um, I'll tell you, and this is one of the jokes that I had in my original act that was about my mother, which is quintessentially about my relationship with my mother. I tried out for Jeopardy. And I took the quiz. You know, I, I got to, like, meet the producers. But I failed. And my mother took me aside and said, I think it's time for you to admit that you're more wheel of fortune. <laughs> That's my mother. She also, my, my oldest brother's first letter home from college, she sent back to him with the red marker with corrections and spelling of grammar. So anyway, I want to tell you about, so the great thing about my mother, she was, she was a widow. And uh, she... Hated the fact that by being a widow in the 60s, people had a kind of pigeonhole that you were supposed to be a certain way. So she would go out of her way. She was kind of a very conservative, shy person, but she would go out of her way to tweak authority any chance she got. So she was the first woman I know to wear sneakers, but she wore them with nylons because she was too conservative not to wear nylons. So she, um, so there was. In the 1970s, when I was a kid, there was two kinds of underwear. Lingerie, the grown-up women, and white cotton underwear. That was it. And my mother was on the forefront of buying her daughter's lingerie. So from the, as soon as I could fit into them, I had brightly colored lace underwear. Because so my mother thought, what the hell, no one's going to see it, and it was a bargain. <laughs> so if it was on sale, and it was colorful, it was on my ass. So I didn't realize that all the other little girls were wearing white cotton until I had a sleepover at a friend's house and her mother took us shopping to the bargain basement and we all took our pants down to try on a pair of jeans and her mother said to my black lace underwear, what the hell are you wearing? Pull your pants up, we're taking you home. So I was taken home by this mother who was, she was like, does your mother know that you wear those kind of filthy underpants? And I was like, they're clean, my mother gave them to me. <laughs> so this is the same woman who uh, took me aside and uh, I was reading, I, I slept over her daughter's house and I was reading Portnoy's complaint, which this mother thought was too advanced for me to be reading and too sexually explicit for anybody to be reading. So she told me I couldn't read it under her roof, and when I got home, I should ask my mother for permission to read it. 
So I did what every 12-year-old girl does. I hid it and kept on reading. <laughs> so my mother found it in my bedroom while she was cleaning. And I got home from school, and she was furious. And I was like, I'm sorry, I didn't think you'd let me read it. And she's like, I'm not furious that you're reading this book. It's a good book. It's very interesting. Don't take all the sex stuff seriously. You kind of hung up. She said, don't like that I'm furious that you think I'm the kind of mother that would ban you from reading a book. What the hell are you thinking? So, that's my, that's my mother. So, it's a long way of saying that turnabout is fair play. Because then my mother passed away. And many years later. And I went to the funeral home with my two oldest brothers to make the arrangement. And we picked out a nice coffin. We almost went for the one with the blue wire, a la Elvis, but we thought that was a little too audacious. We, we picked out that it was going to be a religious Catholic ceremony. We went through all of the steps with the most serious funeral home director who should have the most meetings. And I guess they're paid to be serious, but my mom was a school teacher, so they were going to write an obituary about her for the town newspaper, and he started taking notes. And my, he goes, he turns to us and he said, was she a member of any societies or clubs that he like mentioned? And my brother Drew helpfully said Al-Qaeda, <laughs> which didn't get published. So the funeral director, who's already established himself as not having a sense of humor during my family's grief, takes me aside in one of those moments that only women ever get involved with, because I need to make sure my mother's body has a dress and what he called the proper underthings, including pantyhose and shoes. Which I don't understand if you're in a coffin why you need pantyhose and shoes, but apparently you do. So he wanted to make sure that she had the proper, proper undergarments to go with the proper dress and that I would do the right thing. So of course, we all went home and in good Irish Catholic style, we got drunk and discussed it. So, the next day, my sister and I had the non-ideal position of going to the mall and picking up the, uh, the proper dress, the proper hat, the shoes, and the undergarments that he insisted. And it turned out that leopard print undies were on sale that day. So we happily brought a navy blue dress, pantyhose, and leopard print undies to the stiffest man I had ever met. <laughs> It says here, this is what we would like my mother to be married in. And the bastard didn't crack a smile, and he didn't do anything, just nodded his head. And my sister and I kind of got the final revenge for the slutty underpants that we grew up with. So I think that's about all the time for me, because I'm sort of babbling, but that was my story. Oh, I love the story.